Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact sn snapshots now welcome to episode 243 of the snd podcast show steven dan and vin are here what's going on boys uh, much. It's finally draft week. How's everybody doing this week? I finally sports things are happening again. Yes. The last yeah. dance was on last night. The draft Which is coming was up awful. this week. Have you, you, you said it was awful. No, awesome, awesome. Oh no, it was awesome. No, no, I agree. It's and it's gonna be. I was a little worried. I mean, we can talk about it more, but I was a little worried about the ten episode thing because that just seems really long. But it's the but full it, season and everything. Well, it, it's also it's so like last if you I know you said you didn't watch but it just isn't spoiling anything the last the, the first two episodes were like the Michael episode and the Scotty episode and apparently the next one episode three is like the Rodman episode I'm assuming episode four is gonna be like the Phil Jackson episode and then we get into real things yeah so like, I, I feel it it seems like that's the plan. Well, with the Rodman episode, he, you have the both aspects of the pre-Jordan championships when Rodman was with the Pistons right. and kicking them out every year. Right, and then you're going to get that dynamic. You'll probably, with the Rodman episode, like you said, of Pistons get into Bulls-Pistons and how that helped Michael and that kind of stuff. So, like, I, it, it this could be interesting. But they're also they're doing a good job, you'll see, Stephen, of, of, of keeping you... Like, what time am I talking about? There's literally a timeline. It was yes. good. It was very, very good. The yeah. thing that I found interesting was everyone keeps talking about a bunch of things. Did you know that Scottie Pippen made more NBA money than Jordan over his I, career? I did. Well, thank I, God. Thank God once he left the Bulls. Because that, that story was crazy. That was a right. crazy story. Like, I had no clue he requested a trade and all that and stuff happened. when we were in elementary school we didn't care about contracts right. or anything like that exactly. so that was i was yeah i was 10 and 11 so and you were 9 and 10 steve so we obviously didn't care Finn about was four yeah, so. 19 this the season they're talking about i was six but so, yeah it's like it's crazy um it's also like i mean jordan played what 14 years it feels like sh it feels a short amount of time i don't know just like if yeah obviously he could have kept going but so anyway, we hold on i'm trying to get the numbers for you guys so jordan years well, I don't know. he played but 15 jordan by the way it's Is crazy it with, though with pippen though like he was only making two million dollars that season <laughs> right and like so, Luke, so like Jordan Luke total Lowry. in 15 years made $89,772,500. Yeah, and Pippen is like $100 million. But he also, but, I think Pip, Pippen played long. Right. Oh, yeah, he had those those uh, uh, Blazer years and stuff. Right, and that one right. Year he went to Houston, he went to 
uh, Portland, and then he actually ended up back on the Bulls. He played 18 years. Right. $109 million. If you just... It's just absurd when you see that that year's roster of the salary cap. It was Jordan at thirty three, and no one else made over ten. Right. And and Scotty was getting outpaid by Luke Longley and a few other players. That you just it's just comical. Like looking back on it, even even nineteen ninety standards of when he signed the seven year sixteen million dollar contract, right. like. There should have been a reconstruction of that contract uh, somewhere along that line, and for whatever reason, there never was. Well, yeah, they were saying he's like he was the sixth highest paid player in the team. Like, did they give Tony Kukoc that much money? <laughs> like, what? What happened? Why is Steve Kerr coaching now? Is <laughs> the question? Did he not make I enough mean, money? I guess. Steve, that's kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Steve Kerr's in this. Obviously, he was a big part of the team, but it's going to be interesting to have his perspective. You know that they said um, this was the first hard knocks that they never showed. They said they ne- teams would never let like camera crews in for the year and things like that. Even if you watch like every year Super Bowl weekend, they do the the year the the America game for all of them. They're all looking back on that time. None of them really were made until I want to say mid nineties, late nineties. It, it's all, yeah. And it's all, I mean, even now they just randomly, um, mic up people. Or right. Like but they said that this, practice. this year with the bulls was one of the first years where they were like, Hey, we need a camera crew here all year. They literally made, told ESPN like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna make a documentary eventually out of all this." It's pretty crazy. Like, I was reading an article about basically how it got made, and it was Adam Silver was part of the, the documentary crew, I guess, at the time, like put part of getting it put together, and he was basically like, "Michael had final cut. That's the only way they would have done it is if Michael had final cut, and that's why it took, you know." We're going on 20 years, almost, more than 20 years for this that to actually come out. Right. Because, he, I think they said like 2016. He was like, okay, you can do it. You can, you can like make it or whatever. Very strange. But anyway, we are here to talk about the NFL draft this week, which is going to be done unprecedentedly. Is that the right word? Is that the, right, is that the big one? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Unpresent. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Vin, Vin said it the best. What did Vin say? What, what did I say? <laughs> Unprecedented. Yeah, that was the one oh. I was going for. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's the one I was going for. I thought <laughs> Stephen was trying to say not present, like people aren't going to be there. <laughs> Unprecedented. Yeah. All right. So we figured that out. Anyway, um, they did a mock one. On the 20th of April, and apparently they already screwed up, so this should be fun this week. Um, I don't know. I'm intrigued to see how this goes and if this starts the long line of this is it now. This is how we're going to do it. No, because the the amount of money that they make for live drafts and people being there, they're – this is just one of those rare circumstances. 
Uh, they'll they'll actually probably go back to Las Vegas like it should have been this year because of how much money they probably lost in that. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be interesting um, going back to, you know, the non, uh, non-green room days. And I mean, I'm, I'm very curious and interested to see, like, is it just going to be Goodell sitting in his office? If I were them, I would put him on a stage by himself. And, like, he has to walk out and talk to no one. He is going to be home. Somebody released his address last week. I mean, then we need to send people to his house to boo him. Yeah, that was it. That's what Bud Bud Seltzer is doing. Bud Light Seltzer is doing. Making videos, having people send videos for booing. See, that's (laughs) amazing. But, like... I, it would be a lot more fun if it was just him by himself and he'd just keep walking back and forth to a stage. In his in his suit on and, top and suit then only. And then he's like he can't hug anybody, he can't dap anybody up. He's just he walks out, he walks back. He walks so, out, he here, walks back. Here's a good question. So all these players are gonna be at home. What do you send them? Thirty one hats? I don't think they do hats. I guess they can't do hats. <laughs> We shall see on Thursday night. <laughs> no, you... no, no draft jerseys either. Right. Or is there? Or are they all getting? Because you're sending a camera crew to these people's house, right? I don't think so. No, it's no, all... it's it's probably just Zoom or it's Skype Zoom, or yeah. whatever. There. Yeah. There's, there's no. Are we gonna get like so on Zoom? Right. I've been using it for work. They have either a speaker view or a grid view where you can see everybody at once. Are they going to let us watch every single person's reaction at the same time? Like, I want to see that person who, like, starts cursing out the, the Zoom screen because they weren't picked. I don't <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a constant. See, that would be interesting. If they really <laughs> want to go right. Because you can have up to, up to, like, 100 people in a Zoom call. If, if you have. For the cheapest one, you can have 100 people. The biggest one, I believe, is 1,000. Or you can get one that's a little bit higher. Okay, so they can pay whatever money for whatever, and then they have all the teams in a Zoom call, and then they have, like, whoever would have been in the green room in a Zoom call. No, they, apparently, what was it? I think I said that to you, Danny. 50 people? You broke up real quick. What, what, I think what I, I think I sent it to you. It was like 50 people were being invited, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, you sent it to the group chat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole. Obviously, it's been out on Twitter since you were able to get it. But yeah, it's a huge list. It's pretty much all the people that. The way I think of it is like all the people that they would have had cameras, basically at home. That amount of people, and they they're just instead of not having the cameras there, they're all gonna be logged on to Skype. And and, and who would have been in the on. green? Well, you know the you know the the cast of characters that you know that would have been in the first round like studs right, right away right all right so I, so, so there... instead of like we like day three you know no one's gonna obviously be there so but right. like it's it's everybody so there was 58 players they they that will participate in this virtual draft that also includes a strict dress code that's so dumb. <laughs> but they're not going to be – the thing is they're not going to be in there the whole time. They're just going to add them when they get drafted. I want all 32 teams plus the commission plus all 58 players so, so ideally, on no one logos. big thing. What? No logos. 
is really okay so here here's what the the rules are oh the document prohibits the following items or aspects of clothing third-party logos other than those of nfl official licensed partners nike adidas under armor new era um third-party brands non-nfl sports organizations or leagues so no you can't wear your xfl stuff Nothing that's racial or religious. No bad language. No nudity. All right. So if these if these guys are smart <laughs> and they have good agents, they'll be in an office or in a room by themselves alone, and it'll just be that. It. That's it. And then when they get their call, their family will go in there with them. Because they're going to get a call. It, You're not going to see the guy who gets the call, right? So let's just but say also, Burroughs, we know. Okay, he's going number one. We could all agree on that right. one. But let's just say you get to the right. giant pick, and they're about to pick. Let's just say we're just going to say Simmons. We'll go into this in a little bit about who we think right. and the needs and all that fun stuff. But let's just say it's Simmons. You know, Gettleman calls him as the Giants give him the pick. Goodell announces it. You can send his fam, his like immediate family in the room, and be like, "Hey, go stand behind him while he gets selected with his but giant hat on." There, there's going to be an aspect of because of the current situation we're in these people these parties these people houses are 50 60 people usually yeah. if anybody has 50 60 people in a the house they're gonna get roasted oh yeah and arrested gonna... and arrested now do they get suspended yeah. so, they, so they have to wear a mask on the zoom like uh, this is there's, there's i have so many other... questions so, uh, yeah, obviously that's a joke but i i'm so interested to see how these 58 year old men try to use technology to draft 23 year olds I, I'm. This is gonna be the best draft ever. Yo, they're gonna have to remake draft day. They, they totally are gonna have to remake draft day, which Danny hates. With Superman playing have, the quarterback, being the angry draft old washed-up quarterback. I'm gonna rewatch draft day. Thursday is the day that we rewatch draft day. It's not like I have to work before, you know. Is it Thursday? I thought it was Thursday is the draft. I don't know why I thought it was Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday. They can start now. Who cares? They can start now and get ratings. I honestly thought it was the 23rd. Is it the 24th? Uh, yeah, the yeah. 23rd. 23rd. 23rd? Yeah. April well, 23rd. Thursday. Okay, I did the math wrong. It's 23rd. <laughs> okay, I was wrong. Right, because the 24th is... Yeah. Right. Okay. I had the date right. I just did the date wrong. So math. Um, not not our strong suit. Well. Right. It's Thursday through Saturday. It's Danny's strong suit. It's not not ours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should. I mean, hopefully it's Danny's strong suit. <laughs> For the <laughs> MTH sake. Um, right. So this should be fun to watch. This is going to be, like, super exciting. Quickly, I wanted to ask you guys this before. Um this is not football or sports related, but how has working from home gone? Um, it's been interesting. Uh, it's it could be a lot more smoother on my end of things because with my job, I need to be hands on with like data and stuff that I get like comes into me. So obviously, with me handling schools and everything like that on my end of things. With no schools going on, it's been really slow for me. So I've been trying to keep being proactive with my bosses and making sure they know that I want to help them out with whatever I can do. But yeah, it's been relatively slow for me. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. I miss being at work. So we're learning. As you know, we my job does a lot of interviewing, and we're learning a lot of new things that Zoom allows us to do. So we're actually going to be starting the process of interviewing new candidates for the position soon. And what's going to happen is when we get like a group of people, we're going to put them into training classrooms via Zoom. Okay. So it's apparently we're like learning about all these new things that the like the managers are learning about basically training on Zoom while we're learning about products and things like that and and apparently the report is that there are a bunch of states that are opening in May. So we're going to start sending small groups out May 1st like that first Monday of May to start like test piloting right. our new procedures okay. until further notice type thing so what i'm hearing is i should be going i could be going back to work within the next month so that's good that's cool yeah like one thing my boss hasn't brought it up but like a couple of weeks ago she said um I'm, my name's on a list but a couple of weeks ago uh i could go back into the city and pick up like two weeks worth of work and help out another department but she hasn't she hasn't really committed on that yet. Okay. So if that's the case, I'm just gonna drive into the city and have someone sit in the car while I pick up the work. I'm not even gonna take the train and stuff in. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but yeah. And, just be careful and, uh, that Times Square traffic. Well, I'm only yeah. downtown. So, yeah. My um, my dad's been driving into the city just because nobody wants him to take the train. Because it's, you know, obviously a lot more. And Danny, Nicole's okay? Good? Uh, Doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's okay. Um, As of right now, I guess I'm putting it on air. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, as of right now, we got the call that um, if she doesn't deliver by before next Tuesday night, uh, we're going to go in Tuesday night at 9. And okay. Become the process. So, yep, we're, we're all joking that my luck, well, not my luck, uh, but everybody was joking that the only thing I've been looking forward to, other than the baby, of course, is uh, the... Uh, yeah. Make sure you throw that part in be, there. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday <laughs> night or, is when the baby... So, the only thing I care about right now is Isaiah Simmons in my life. Like, that's all that matters. <laughs> Can you imagine no, the baby it, comes it, out and they're like, what do you want to name? And Danny goes, Isaiah Simmons, Isaiah, yes! Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not Makai, Makai Backman. Um, but... All, all things considered, like, yeah, we're obviously really excited and scared and, like, disappointed in certain things of, like, seeing certain people that would love to see the baby. Like, for her mom, for example, so other than FaceTiming and just being out the door, I'm sure we're going to make her make her a, uh, I'm sure we, we'll try to get something going with her. But, yeah, it's a real scariness. Steve, um, sure. Steve's sister recently had a baby. Up to this last month, they were able to see them and everything like that. So, well, yeah, they my my folks went there on Sunday, Saturday, one of the two days, and like yeah. they spent some time in like the common area outside. So it's like yeah. they weren't really like through a yes. window. Yeah, see, yeah, like, it's 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 sad. Uh, but we're gonna make the best of it. It's it is what it is. Uh, we did have like family the... cocktail hour on Skype. And he was a part of it. 
He did have his own cocktail, Braden. That's. <laughs> he had a milk cocktail. That's he had cool. his own cocktail. He was so excited to see all of yeah. us. So that's uh, well, good. I'm glad to hear she's doing good. It's, it's a crazy time to be, going through that. But yeah, so we we joked that Thursday would be the day, and whoever I'll I'll, I'll say it now, whoever the Giants pick, and if happens to be that day, he better be awesome because he will for. He will never be not forgotten in my life, right. regardless. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Can you imagine the communion? If only the Giants drafted instead of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, uh, yeah, you were born the same day this bum got drafted. Thanks a lot. Um, You're the reason we went 0-16 that first year you were alive. Oh, no, no. Blame <laughs> that on the league in three years. Anyway. It's okay. We're drafting Justin Herbert, so it's okay. Uh, for sure. <laughs> but but he did win Senior Bowl MVP. Don't forget. So that's obviously the most important thing that's ever happened. Three for three, <laughs> three for three. Vin, can we make it four for four? No. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. So have you guys watched the Taiwan Baseball League yet, or are we not at? That I watched. Point? I watched well, the bench clear. That was day. amazing. The fact no, that you heard crowd noise yet. in the background. The guy threw four pitches watch... directly at him. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was it was bad. Danny, and it was one one. What? Did you see the video of the of the? Um, no, I, I I didn't. I I skipped over it today. I gotta watch it later. If you if you go back and watch it, it for some reason. So I don't know if this is a thing they're doing like recently or they usually do this. But it, there's two American and American speaking announcers <laughs> tr- translating the thing. Danny, My guess is they just like, got left there. On they a trip sound and... like the two announcers from the Pod Racers in Episode One. It, it's oh, like okay. <laughs> it's like they're like that weird and off color, and it's just it, the first thing that came into my mind was those two weirdos. I don't know why. So yeah, just watch. It's kind of funny. It's pretty funny to watch that first off. Second off, just that brawl was amazing. I mean, yeah, that guy wanted to fight. The everybody. fact that they didn't realize, like, why that guy was throwing at them. <laughs> I don't know why. I I didn't get the whole thing why he was throwing at them, though. And Because that guy. Tied it one. That guy, I don't know. That guy said something. There was something about pine tar going on. I don't know. One of the announcers said the guy had like, the guy up also had 17 home runs already. I don't know. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard that too. I don't know if he was being serious. I think he was joking, but like that was. It. it you wow. know what it reminded me of? You remember the what was that show? Not Wipeout. What was the Chinese? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> when you guys were second that. The um, like the running up the hill thing. Whatever the hell that show was called. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget what it's. I forget the name of it, but it's like all the all them all trying to run up the hill. It was like that kind of announcing. That's what it, like dubbed over, and it, it felt like it was dubbed over. Anyway, do we want to get into some drift, some drift prep? The S&D Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and, of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and, of course, share with all your family and friends. With the fourth pick, the New York Giants... There's a lot of speculation. Like of what's go- 
what? Is that what we're the fourth <laughs> big oh, the New the York Giants. <laughs> yeah. Um, JP Behan, uh, 2045. So, with that being said. I'm calling your kid JPP, Danny. I'm sorry. It's just happening. Yeah, it's okay. I can't help it. I, I, I blame my families, both families, <laughs> having the same names. And she wanted to honor her father. So, like, I'm like, I, let's just go by initials. Because there's so many Johns on both sides of the families that it's just right. like, oi. <laughs> so, uh, with the fourth pick, the Giants, there's a lot of speculation going on. Whether, do they stay at four? Do they they go offensive lineman? Do they draft Isaiah Simmons? Do they draft Jeff Akuda uh, from Ohio State? Some Move magical back. or move back. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Or some magical way that Chase Young falls, even though I don't see it. Um, the Giants are in a very interesting spot. Um, Let's start so, off with the needs. Let's start uh, off with we, the needs. Because yeah, they, okay. they have 10 total picks. The, fourth, the first one, of course, is the biggest one, the fourth pick overall. Um, but they have just draft need after need yeah and there's so kinda, many holes we kind of talked about this how they've done they did a pretty good job kind of like filling some holes but not long-term filling them mm-hmm. for free agency um personally i think the biggest need is going to be the offensive line correct that that's just my personal thing um i think the the defense the defense the past couple of years, yeah, give up points and we're not winning games. But you also got to look at it as they're on the field for 40 minutes of 60. Most of the time. All right. Right. So quickly out of the way, this has been speculated. We're not taking Justin Herbert. I, yeah. No. yeah I, 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 no, I said it. I said it the best. I said it as soon as I got that alert. It's the mm-hmm. biggest. Hey. Offer us the next three years of your first p- p- right. first pick for this guy, or unless we have Kevin Costner being David Gettleman. That that was the most obvious we're trying to trade back thing ever. Yeah, and the the only thing that that made it like you make or as much as Steve says, and he he's right because I agree with him. As much as as much as we think is a smokescreen, there is like ten percent like ooh maybe because last year everybody did like Hubert Hubbard whatever his name is, Hubert coming out in the draft. <laughs> everybody thought he was coming out last year and everybody did like him for a good four or five week period when everybody was starting to, all right, the Giants suck. We're going to have to draft the quarterback type of situation. So if he came out two years ago, there would have been more talk of the Giants taking him at six. Mm-hmm. But that was because he was supposed to be the number one pick last year. Correct. But then he didn't come out. Right. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't come out, and he stayed his senior year. So there, there's like at least like a ten percent, like okay, maybe. But for the other ninety percent, it's like all right, it's a smokescreen, and we'll see what happens because it's notoriously known that Dave Gelman hasn't traded down in the first round of a draft ever. So it's gonna be interesting. Like Steve mentioned, the Giants have so many holes. There's we definitely desperately need a defensive playmaker, whether it's any of those top defensive prospects. Uh, we definitely need offensive line help. Um, 
it's going to be really interesting to see where the Giants feel that they're going to get the most most help right away. And as Dave Gilman says, as much as the home run they can get right away and helping them and envisioning a gold jacket on this person right away. Well, so, well, a couple of things that I wrote down here on my notes that I was doing today, thinking about this stuff was one of the things that they got to go back to is, again, the fourth pick is going to be the, the golden boy of the draft class, but mm-hmm. finding a couple of those hidden offensive line and defensive line gems that they have in the past late yeah. in the draft. You got 10 picks in, in seven rounds. Correct. Including, I think it's three or four in the seventh round. You know, a couple of those can turn yeah, into to... moving up, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. A little bit in in the middle of the draft. You know, you know, I look at a guy, you know, of course, the, again, the fourth pick is biggest, you know, but we got to put finding that guy who's going to come in and give Solder a, a run for his money and possibly even just have Solder just teach him until the end of camp and then be like, all right, Solder, you're getting cut for salary reasons type well, of thing. The way- the way I look at it, um, as of right now, the top, the top tackles all can move in at right tackle, and have the their first year at least at right tackle, and well, they all can Nate's be competent. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. But next, the following year, they have that one year in their belt that they they could move to left unless it's uh, Wilkins from Alabama. But that's the thing. If we're gonna, if you're gonna take somebody, right? I'd rather just stick him in a spot and leave him there. You can't be moving guys around because again things things on each side are different. It's like oh, for the sure. way the ball comes off on an outfielder. Right? Oh no, for sure. For if sure. you're gonna pick but, a guy and you're gonna say, Hey, you're our right tackle, you're my right tackle for the rest of your life. For the but next if 10 you years. notice neither of them are are left ta- most of them are not left tackles. If you're gonna go purely left tackle, it would but be I could, the but I could find from but I could Georgia. find somebody later. You oh know? no, no! I, That's I, what I I'm saying. Find me somebody I'm just saying, that I if don't. If you're going know. four, if you're going with one of those guys at four, they're all. Most of them are natural right tackles, but you can see them improving so much and moving left at at some point if that's where they want to go in a couple of years. Right. Okay. Um, you get you. So you get what I'm saying. Other than the tackle from Georgia, that's the only guy that is plug and play left tackle right now and he could be fine that's what everybody's saying but obviously i'm not a pro scout so but right. i i definitely see what you're saying it's it's really going to be interesting to see what gettleman and the rest of the new giants coaching staff really value how much faith do you have in gettleman he hasn't <sighs> drafted anybody really wrong yeah um Hasn't really draft been wise, anything. Put it, draft, on draft a scale wise, of one to ten. Draft wise, I draft wise, he's done a good enough job. Um He built that Carolina Super Bowl team. So where yeah, is your confidence I, level at one to ten? I'm gonna go with six and a half. Is okay. ten the highest? Ten's the most confident? Yes. Okay, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would give me I would, give me, would, give, me would, give me let me see let me see the his first classroom two years ago play their third year yeah i i wanna I, I i think steve hit it around the head that's what i'm gonna say six and a half six and a half as well because if if the guys like bj hill and um 
I'm drawing a blank right now. What, oh, um, Carter. If those guys ever pan out, then we have something cooking um, from two years ago, that draft class from two years ago. And obviously right now, uh, Darius Slayton, is our, a.k.a. our best wide receiver last year, was a fifth-round draft pick last year. So he has made moment. He has made picks in the, the last two drafts that, all right, it's very unconventional, but he has find players in each spot that you're like, okay, I, I, I see why he did that. Um, so I'm going to, you're going to, you're of course going to say Michigan guy. And that's why I'm mentioning this name, but yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask you cause he's been popping up in my mocks. I've been doing some mocks and which, he's been popping which guy? up. I was thinking, uh, uh, Ruiz. Okay, good. Cause that's the guy I'm looking at also. You got, he's, he's gone from what could be a late first. Yeah, I've been seeing that and, and and falling to us. And falling to us in the second. He can go later also. I've seen some mocks with him even later. But that's a center who played three straight years of... Basically, his fr- his first ever game was the only game he never played. He didn't play it. And he was special teams in that game. He's the type of guy that could be plugged in at center and work for the next six, seven plus years. He can be that centerman we've been looking for, you know. Right now, like, I'm looking at the giant, you know, uh, our lads has all the teams as of right now's depth charts, right? And mm-hmm. Spencer Pulley's our, our starting center. Yep. That, that guy's not, not a center. That guy's not in our starting center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Will Hernandez was, wasn't he all pro last year? Didn't he end up becoming all pro last year? No, he had a very inconsistent year last year. Okay, that was two years ago. You're, you're thinking of Zeigler, if anybody, Zeigler would be that guy, but Zeigler, no one was all pro for the Giants last year. Right. Oh, Zeigler was the right right guard. Okay. Um, And then they picked up the kid from Dallas who, you know, Garrett and um, Colombo are both super high on for right tackle. Mm-hmm. But he could be a swing guy. That's why they, they drafted him. But well, yes. Picked him up for agency. Yeah, which is a good pickup. I like that pickup. So, um, so he could play right tackle or left tackle, or what's his deal? He's Lemon. yeah. He he can move. I'm pretty sure he can do both spots. But he will probably they're gonna make him compete with whoever, whichever rookie comes in. But you know the rookie's probably gonna win unless like they get hurt or just suck. So let this kid play so let the Dallas kid play so well that Solder gets cut because Solder's the has the most money on the team. Uh, but yeah, the, the, he he has so much cap such cap hit this year that they're not gonna do it. But then again, we've seen them do it, so I can't strictly say they won't do it because Odell Beckham and all that other. But right. he's basically he's basically Eli this year, cap wise. Uh-huh. It's just like. All right. Well, there's nothing really we can't do. We're not gonna cut you and like take a huge cap hit, and then, but then again, you're gonna be a valuable teammate. So let's keep you on the team, kind of thing. Right, right, right. But back to Ruiz a little bit. I'm all in on drafting him in that. If he's there in the second round, picking mm-hmm. him up and letting him saying go win the job. I'm a hundred percent in. This guy, I'm, This is a I'm, guy that won of the games last year. Literally, Brian and I, he, Brian, I remember, called me when he, he, this guy got hurt. Both his legs got squished underneath him. He missed one play. 
I would be 100% okay if the Giants' first two draft picks were a tackle and a center. I would be okay with that. Think it's about not the two biggest things on your team right now. You're uh, running back and your quarterback. Yeah, it's not conventional, but I would I would I would be a lot I would be a lot more confident with the Giants' offense, which is pretty it was pretty good last year. So I I would be okay with that. And the thing with Drafting two young offensive linemen also. Now you get to say, hey, the four of you get to grow up together. Mm-hmm. Barkley, yeah. teach these guys how to read offensive defense, uh, the NFL defenses. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you'll have that. Plus, you'll have Soldier teaching them through camp. And then on top of that, you know, my biggest thing right now is everybody wants Simmons, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, watching Simmons, I just tape on Simmons. I'm just like. He I'm, looks like a beast. Right. He he's a he's a beast, but he's falling in a lot of mock drafts. This guy was a top. They said that the if the Lions didn't draft this guy at the end of the year, they said if the Lions at three didn't draft this guy, they'd be making the biggest mistake they've ever made in the NFL draft, which is crazy to think about. But I think with I think with him is people he, are scared off that he doesn't have that one position, but. He's a lot bigger than what Jabril Preppers was, and who who are, who or Miles Jack. Miles Jack. He, that's the one he's, he's getting a, compared to, and that's what's scaring him off because Miles Jack only had one good season. Yeah, just yeah. the fact that it says linebacker safety in this position is very I strange. I don't think he's going to be a safety in the NFL. Well, that's your that's no, that I, hybrid I, Cam Chancellor I know, position. But, I know he's it's it's the honey badger, it's peppers, it's slot, nickel linebacker corner. But he's so much thing. bigger than all those guys, so like it's right. gonna be, I, he's going the I, opposite way than whatever. He's an else inside is. linebacker. He's an he's an inside linebacker and a hand in the ground on a pass rush. Or I, the I, random, I, or the random nickel. Like, all right, let's get let's shut down Zach Hurts. Let's shut down uh, Travis Kelsey. Right. Yeah, but that then the... takes away what you can consider one of the best pass rushers in the draft, behind Chase Young. I, I think he's, but I think he's more but of he, that. But he, yeah, he's more of a cover. I would assume he'd be more of a cover guy. And that and that scares me. Like, you know, listen, they say Chase Young is this the next gonna be the next great defense alignment. Okay. Yeah. But they also say, but after watching Chase Young the past couple of years. He's not just going to be the next great defensive lineman. He's going to be the next great outside linebacker defensive lineman. One of those hybrids. That's the mm-hmm. type of player he is. He's going to come out and make defenses adjust based on him just walking around the defensive line. Right. Not knowing where he's well, coming from. Simmons, defensive... on the other hand, people are like, oh, he plays this big linebacker spot, but he can go back and cover. And that, that scares me because... Oh, it takes his one wrong step backwards and your career is over. Defensive positions have become so fluid at this point. I, I just, he seems more of, uh, uh, I don't know, like Jalen Smith, like one of those kind of guys, more of a, yeah, yeah that's, lo- that's lo- like a, you know, sideline he, to sideline. He's basically what one. Jalen Smith was before he blew it. Right, before he got hurt. Which Jalen Smith, I mean, obviously is still very good. But he, but this is what Jalen Smith was supposed to right. be before he exactly. Um, 
But that and, scares and, me. I don't want that. Oh, four. oh, 100 percent. And yeah, very right. And it would have been interesting. One last thing before we go to the Jets, uh, Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. If the Giants didn't invest so much money into uh, Leo Williams, which is a good move, uh, well, it is here or there. They haven't played him yet, but they're not going to untag him. And last year with Dexter Lawrence, a first-round draft pick, it would have been interesting to see if they didn't have so much, pretty much the only good part of their defense, or pretty much shored up, if they were to look at Brown. So the Lions might go him. He Brown, yeah, that's right. The, the Brown, it's really the the Lions are really mo- pretty much a wild card of anything. Yeah, it's pretty much waiting on what they do. They could take Tua. The, the Lions, the Lions are holding the key to a lot of franchises' future. Yeah, in their in yeah. that third pick, like one, two, four, you know, aren't most ninety percent chance are not moving one, two, four unless they're blown out of the water. Mm-hmm. I, I, Three, one, two, we know. I I think you guys, the, the Giants, could move. <laughs> Anyway, Jaguars aren't moving up though. Yeah, no, I... let's let's hope not, because Ngakwe is losing his damn mind on social media. <laughs> that was Yo, funny. That guy that he's fighting with owns yeah. AEW. Put the cage in the middle of that that stadium and let's go. Put Jaguars around I, it. Honestly, let's go. I I don't usually uh, side with the billionaires and the first the millionaire battle. Not normally, but this guy's nuts. Him. I, I would have traded the fourth round pick for him in a heartbeat. But now that I'm seeing this, I don't want to even go near him. I would I would have swapped first round picks for him. Yeah, definitely. And given up another first round pick for him if I needed to. But now now it, that guy's going to be lucky if he is you know, welcome to Jaguar camp. Anyway, I I think the Giants, the likelihood of the Giants trading back is high. Gettleman's not Dal- a guy who will trade. I don't think Gettleman's a, a and I And, I th- and I, what I also think this year with the computer situation, it's not going to be like this is the problem with the Giants is you're not going to have that many dra- dra- trades right before and they go up. It's going to have to be early Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon, right around six or seven o'clock, before all this happens, because I I don't see Dave Gellin trading like with five minutes left to go in their thing and being like the whole thing and then the delay of everything else happening. So it's going to be really the whole thing. The whole thing is going to be interesting to see. Like like when will the trigger be pulled? And, but and the like, next... like we mentioned, if the linchpin of this is going to be the Detroit Lions, what will the Lions do, and what will Gettleman do after the Lions make their third pick, or if they make the trade? There's plenty of teams that need a quarterback, and there's at least two to three that you're like, okay, if that they don't want one, they can go elsewhere. If they don't want one, another team can go. So it's going to be really. I think really what it boils down to is what do teams think of Tua? If Tua is like very scared with the red flag and everything like that, then it's it's not going to be crazy. If if there's going to be teams that want Tua, then it's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts if if Tua is found to be healthy and a team wants to risk taking Tua, then it, uh, it's going to be nuts about Tua. The the only the, way 
that anyone's going to risk Tua is Miami. As yeah, of right but now. the next, what I'm saying is the three teams after the Giants all need have a need had a quarterback. Miami, San Diego, Carolina all could take a quarterback, and then Jacksonville. Well, nothing. well, Carolina signed Teddy, so they, if Teddy okay. comes out and plays but, like he played last year but, with New Orleans, but then again, they paid a lot of money for Teddy, though. Right. So. Yeah. Well, San, Di- San Diego hasn't signed anybody, right? I don't know what they're doing. No, they they gave Tyrod. the oh, uh, we'll, we'll give it to Tyrod, which we know what that means. That means you're right. drafting somebody in the draft, and Tyrod's got to earn it. Yeah. And then right. uh, there's also Jameis and Cam Newton, both on free agency. Oh, still free agents. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. Hey, listen, if you're that into wanting Trevor Lawrence, Jameis is that guy. He'll throw you 30 picks. He'll cost you games. <laughs> oh, for sure. But don't forget LASIK surgery. Uh, so. Yeah, he oh. did have LASIK oh. surgery. Oh. Hey, man, that's a huge point. Now he can see the other color jersey. You know what would have been he, funny? He, you know what been he great? will be entertaining. Nothing else. You know what would have been great? If the Patriots announced their new jersey with one of them in it today. But like, oh, just like, oh, they, crap. They I just found signed. it weird that they dropped it at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> First off, they took their color rush jersey and made it white. Yep, basically. They didn't do anyway, anything. There's nothing there. Let's move on since we have two more teams. Uh, the New York Jets. They're, they're in a similar situation with the Giants. Two things they need. Protect Sam Darnold. Weapons for and Sam they're, Darnold. Oh. They're, they're your needs. Those are the needs for them. Oh, and of course you have to sign. Uh, you gotta sign Adams. Well, yeah. Well, that that that's a whole other subject for another day. Um, for whatever reason, they they're just not letting go of the Jamal Adams saga of trading him for whatever reason. How have um, you not? Oh, I didn't see this. Rappaport tweeted nine hours ago. Douglas tells reporters he con- he'll contact with Adams after draft on talks. Yeah, I saw. Yes. Yeah, but Douglas did yeah. say he wants Jamal to be here a long time. Of course, of course, he's gonna say that. We saw how sensitive he got at the trade deadline. <laughs> um. But but with the Jets, the Jets are in that perfect spot. It's really preference with the Jets. Do they, if all things go chalk, which obviously never does, they'll have the pick of the litter with one of the wide receivers, whether it's CeeDee Lamb, Judy, or, um, crap, why am I drawing a blank? The uh, Ruggs, the uh, other wide receiver from Alabama. You didn't say, did you say Lamb? Yeah, he was the first one I said. Okay. Um, between them, and then you can either get Makai Becton if he fell because of the drug situation, or um, the the tackle from Georgia, right there. And all three, all they're in a perfect spot right now. It's really preference with them. They both they desperately need a tackle, and they desperately need the wide receiver. So if I'm a Jeff, if I'm a Jeff fan going into the draft, I'm happy with either of those plays, and. Hey, you're gonna have a playmaker on the offense regardless of what the situation is, and it's very weird. The Jets never draft, other than Sam Darnold, of course. The Jets really, really haven't 
drafted offensively for a very long time in the first round. So I would be interested to see right what then and there, what happens with everything with that. Yeah, most places, as we said, have like the the run of receivers starting right around the Jets. Like early in the draft is a, the run of tackles the Eagles. and the, the quarterbacks. Eagles is ba- at, at, I think, 10. Right? Yeah, it's the Eagles at 10 that really start. The Eagles that. have the 10th pick of the draft? No, the Browns have the 10th pick. Yeah. Maybe somebody, you're talking you're um, about the Eagles trading up? Yeah, yeah, the Eagles are looking to trade up, apparently. Cause... Oh, interesting. But yeah, it's uh, most places I've looked and, at. Is... And, the th- and the thing with the Jets, they don't, as much as oh, great, they have the, they would get the best wide receiver. This wide receiver class is so deep that they could easily find someone that's not right. going to be one of those guys, but could equally be the same input a couple years down the road in round two or three. Right. Or they could get the tackle first and then take a receiver with whatever pick 40 or whatever pick at 40. Curry. Cause they're, they're going to feel confident with either Andrew Thomas, the, the Andrew Thomas, the tackle from Georgia finally got his name. Um, yeah. <laughs> Or, or Becton, if he's still there, there's a lot of teams that wanted Becton. So, but you know how the whole drug thing hurts his stock. So they might be lucky. And like we mentioned before, um, Rugs, Judy, and uh, C.D. Lamb are all very good possibilities. Obviously, more so between uh, Judy and C.D. Lamb. But uh, Henry Ruggs's name's been popping up a lot more lately. Not with the Jets, but with a lot of teams this year because of his 40 time and stuff like that. The reason I said Eagles there too was because everything you read on the Browns today is they're, they're just about close to trading and the, which is weird because you would think they would want an offensive lineman to help out. uh, Yeah. (laughs) When the Browns do something right. Oh no, I I, I agree. I agree with (laughs) Browns not draft somebody. <laughs> that would be silly. Even a wideout at ten for the Browns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something for Baker. One of those Hell three. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> they may not yeah. even want Baker. They're gonna trade up and draft uh, Tua. <laughs> I mean, that would be a mess. <laughs> so the Jets need to go protection. For Darnold or help for Darnold. And let's not forget the Jets basically do not have that playmaker other than Le'Veon on the offensive side of the ball as well. So that makes the wide receiver aspect of things so much more like crap. We really gotta take we gotta take him. Yeah. I would go receiver if I was I think you can always fill drafting linemen in the later rounds, we you know, is usually more uh uh, it, it, an easier place to find, um, you know. But uh, the the plug and play chance of Thomas at at tackle is very intriguing. It's yeah. something that I would I would do my due diligence if I was Douglas and he's still there. If Thomas is still there, like a lot of projections are saying, I don't get why, but. If he's there with a lot of projections, I would run to the board to get him. If I was the judge. Yeah. I, I think it's going to end up being... Uh, personally, I think they should take Judy, but that's just my opinion. Oh, yeah, that's... 
I like Judy the best of the receivers, but the the three did, of them. Did Lamb of... did Lamb play with Baker? Uh, at Oklahoma, probably not. Probably, maybe a little bit like freshman. Yeah, it would have to be freshman. Baker's yeah. been out two years now. Because Baker was playing with Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Shepard posted a video the other day. So, yeah, it's going into Baker's third season. So it would have to be his senior year, his freshman year. Let's see what it is. 2017, 2018, 2019. So 2017, they must have played together. He must have. Interesting name there at 10, then. If oh, they yeah, say that. Yeah. But then again, they would have to move. Do they move Beckham? Well, they're saying no. The reports are saying yes. Uh, I, I doubt it. His value could not be at any lower at this moment. So, it, I mean, it would not be smart to trade him. But You're just saying that because it's smart. the Vikings. I mean... I'm... Everybody in the <laughs> NFC North has been just getting rid of their good players, <laughs> except for the Vikings, who like, re-signed Kirk Cousins. They traded Diggs. Who else? The uh, the Bears traded. Get rid of. So the Bears got Jimmy Graham. That makes them worse. Like, and Nick just Foles. Just keep making yourself. And Nick Foles. And Nick Foles. I mean, yeah, and, yeah, great. Nick Foles, wonderful. I mean, just keep making yourself more mediocre, please. Just add to the mediocreness. Dick, Dick, Nick, all over Green Bay. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> it's funny because all those teams keep getting worse as Rodgers gets older. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this is when idiot. you just want to get better. So that way when he's like done, <laughs> you're, you're young and ready yeah. to go. Nope. nope. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the, the shade. <laughs> Just again, keep Rogers doing never, what you're doing. Just Aaron Rodgers will never retire. Being the Lions and being the Bears and never getting a quarterback and thinking Kirk Cousins will be good. Just keep. Those are all true facts. Mitch Trubisky and Kirk Cousins are great quarterbacks. <laughs> Alrighty, so speaking of that NFC North, Vincent. Yes. Um, the team that never drafts when anybody's awake. Yes, a lot of late, <laughs> lot of late draft picks worth. Um, it's an interesting. Um, could be an interesting pick. That they, they do have a habit of trading back when they're in a position like this. Um, they're picking 30. So they did it. Uh, I think it was the last time I lost in the championship game. They traded back and took the guy they wanted in the with like the second or third pick of the third round, which is which was Kevin King. Now that's relevant to now because he's going to be a free agent after next season. I think this is, might be his last season. So corner is a possible need at 30. Um, they, the other, they're, they're, besides receiver, receiver to me is the biggest need. The other two needs outside of corner are offensive lineman and inside linebacker. They lost 
Brian Bulaga, their longtime right tackle, went to San Diego, I think. And obviously Blake Martinez went to the Giants. They have temporarily replaced those guys. Uh, they signed, I think his name is Rick Wagner. It's like a stopgap right tackle. And then they signed Christian Kirksey, former Brown, uh, to replace Blake Martinez. So, like, immediate-wise, they've replaced the free agents they lost. So they don't have to draft those needs. Um, I think they're going receiver. Like we've said, there's a deep receiver draft. There's, like, seven guys that are first-round talents. Um, Do they wait? And get one in the second round, maybe. I the other guy that I keep hearing uh, is it goes against what I just said, but Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma linebacker. That would probably be a trade up situation. They do have they have one pick in every round until the sixth, the sixth and the seventh. They're the three six round picks and two seven total picks. Right, but they're all late, so. Could they use an extra sixth, or could they use a third to move up, knowing they have the depth at the back of the draft? Um, I want them to take a receiver. And I said I hate they're going to take a receiver. I want them to take a receiver is what I should have said. I probably have said this on every draft show we've ever done. They have not taken an offensive skill position player in the first round of a draft since Aaron Rodgers. He is the last. That's, that's absurd. Yes, 2005. You can go back and look. It's all offensive linemen and defensive players since then. So now this is a new regime, right? It's I mean, it's the same head CEO, but new GM, new coach. I I think they want to give LaFleur and Rodgers another weapon. So I would assume, like, like I said, I assume they go receiver, but I could see them going tackle. I could see them going inside linebacker. I could see them going corner. It's going to be one of those couple of spots. Um Maybe they wait on the receiver because of how deep this draft is. They take one in the second round. But I, I hope they go – what's this guy? I can't pronounce his name. Uh, a receiver from Arizona State. Oh, Apparently, it, Yeah, Brandon Akoi, Akoi, I think his name I pronounce it. He's apparently um, big – receiver and obviously everybody's issue is uh, most of the guys that aren't those top three receivers it's all route running issues Devontae Adams one of the best route runners in the league getting him in a room with him for a couple of seasons would get him um, up to speed I would hope they did sign Devin Funches yeah (laughs) I don't think that helps very much but it's a guy who can play on the outside so if they have to draft the guy who's more of a slot receiver, it's okay. I... The other thing, and this is something that I'm not totally ready to uh, uh, come to terms with, is Jordan Love. Now, this is obviously the same pattern as when they drafted Rodgers. It was basically the same thing when they drafted Rodgers. They had just lost in the divisional round. And Farvin had a good season. I, do I? I think Rodgers is taking a step back. I don't. I don't think it's time to take a quarterback in the first round. I'd be much more into the idea of like a Jalen Hurts, day two ish, day three. Ooh. That's honestly, I saw. I think like, I saw. Oh, that was a good. Ooh-hoo. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like, 
I liked the step Jalen Hurts took in an actual offense last year where he was allowed to do things. So I like that, like, second round. So if you want, I would go receiver first round. If it were up to me, I would go receiver first round, aim for Jalen Hurts round two, and give him some time to, to grow. Give it two, three years and let him grow. And then hopefully you have another. I, my, I, my feeling on drafting a quarterback for years now has been the amount of luck it's going to take to get another franchise guy right now, like whenever they choose to make that pick, is slim. I, nobody goes three times in a row with these things. I mean, we've seen it time and, you know, Montana to the young, Peyton to luck. They don't go the third time, and I don't. Maybe that's just. I, so I think you don't think Jacoby Brissett is a franchise quarterback? I I don't think Jacoby Brissett <laughs> is a quarterback, which is why they signed Philip Rivers. <laughs> so like, I, well, I forgot I Rivers think, was there. Yeah, I know. I forgot, I forgot until this morning too. When somebody, I, I actually was watching ESPN because I had left it on because of the documentary. Um, I'm almost at the point where like we're playing with we're you know. That's not going to happen. Whoever you draft is not going to work out. I've already accepted it. I'm the most <laughs> pessimi- pessimistic thing ever. So I'm just hoping build the best team we can for the next four or five years with around Rodgers, and then I'll worry about that later. But I do think Jordan Love is an interesting option. He's It's not Pat Mahomes, but apparently he is the best thrower of the football in the draft. Mark my words, then Trevor Lawrence will be available for you next year. I mean, I don't think we're going to be that bad. Like, because... I don't think he goes early. I think he'll have a good year. I think he's going to have a good year, and I think he's a good player. He's going number one. He would go number one if he was out right now. He's number one. It doesn't matter. I, I honestly feel like this is the same thing happened with Luck, even though he went to Stan- Stanford. It's not as big of a school. Luck did not have a great senior year, whatever, last year. He was not that great. But he was just such a good prospect that it was undeniable. I think that's Trevor Lawrence. I think it's just undeniable. It's, you know. I, you I just think the Chargers are stupid enough to take somebody else. I don't know if it's I mean, <laughs> who knows? Anyway, so I think I've got it. I got all my anxiety and thoughts out on the Packers. Take a goddamn receiver for the first time in my life. Please. Since literally Javon Walker in 2003. <laughs> yes, that's the last time I took a skill position. Wasn't he better court. on the... Wasn't he better on the Titans? Wasn't that who we went to? No, he went to uh, Oakland after he left. But he, I don't right. think he never did anything after he left. He was he was pretty good for the Packers, but then he left and went to Oakland, and nothing happened. Let's see. Also, 2004 Pro Bowler. Right, that was the Packers. 4,000 yards receiving. Broncos, Pat, Broncos, Raiders were his last two teams. Yeah. His career went downhill after... I, but but the Raiders signed him for six years. I they signed him to a big contract. You know why? Because he was fast. Yeah, I was so watching. Inclu- you went over a YouTube thing. Take a receiver. You went over a YouTube thing before. I was watching the n- biggest draft bust 
wide receiver since 2000, Darius Hayward. Darius Hayward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, Raiders. The, the, <laughs> the Raiders are taking a receiver in the first round. The ghost of Al Davis is going to force them to take a receiver in the first round. They're going to take whoever led the the combine in the 40, no matter what I don't position. Know. I mean, they need weapons after the Antonio Brown experiment. You know that they say that both of those stadiums may not be ready now, that they're both, like, on hold from being worked on? Um, We're not even going to play games with fans, so what does it matter? I believe it. We're going to play fanless games, so it doesn't matter what stadiums we're playing. And They can play at the fucking USC, whatever, the uh, Rose Bowl. No, they play at the Coliseum, so. That's what I meant. Get your stadiums right, Ben. It's not called. Sorry. No, the Rose Bowl is where LS, um, UCLA plays. Well, then the they Chargers can play... play there. Why can't the Chargers play there? Like, oh you know? God, because oh, the Rose God, Bowl no. is like eighty-seven thousand seats, yeah. and but... they would fill up nothing. <laughs> but they both have the same color scheme, so you never have to change anything. They both That's wear powder good. blue. It would kind of but work. They could barely fit into. They finally pack in a soccer stadium. Yeah. No, they don't. Stand. The other team fills in the soccer stadium. Oh, for yes. sure. <laughs> for sure. That's it's what I'm saying. They barely stay in the soccer stadium forever. Because because the they the should have they should have never left San Diego. Well, no, of course they'll be back. But um, the reason I said that is because I read today that. WWE is already trying to figure out backup plans for next year's WrestleMania because it's supposed oh, to be in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, good at point. At the new stadium. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out a backup plan, which could end up being going to Tampa next year because they already said the following year would be Tampa and then moving LA a year. There. Because they already basically announced that not the WrestleMania coming up, the following WrestleMania will be in Tampa to make up for this year. I actually, we didn't really talk about it. I thought, I liked this year's WrestleMania. What I didn't like about it is that the next night on Monday Night Raw, they had Drew McIntyre fight in a match against the Big Show with all the same stuff around from WrestleMania because they decided to just have Big Show come out and fight him again and tape it. Oh, okay. (laughs) And they messed up and they forgot to like make it look like it wasn't taped on the same day. Oh boy, I, the 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 movie the movie TV show matches were were interesting. Taker yeah, thing. I think yeah. thankfully I hated the Taker match when I, I when I Taker. first. I, I it, it. and it, and it's grown on me because I like it's whatever, but the the fiend ma- the fiend quote unquote match whatever you was call it wild. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so they said that was Cena's last match. Like that's ever? why they went through that whole like quote unquote timeline thing. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the case. They're saying that could have been. They say it could have been his last match, and then um, the Taker. They said the reason why he's a hybrid Undertaker now is because now he he can do more like matches like this. I I, I don't know. I'm yeah, intrigued I, to I, watch I the really Taker like, thing Jesus, though. This is this is it was so bad, but it was so good kind of thing. And you're just yeah, like, w- what the fuck are we watching? He was literally and, dead. And, in the, and I didn't in the realize it was the main event. And I was like, what the hell, what the hell was that? Uh, I think we're all in agreement that it wasn't good, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was an Which... awful 1980s uh, action right. movie. And you're just like, right. what? 
the hell is this? In a no-win scenario for everybody that is doing sports things, I, I think they did okay. Well, did you see the next the pay-per-view is Money in the Bank? They're doing it in Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah, but like... And they're going to each each level of the building. Yeah, yeah. each you level of their building do... is going to have part of the match. You can't do wrestling without fans. That oh, is yeah, for sure. For sure. Mainly, because, mainly because, especially can't. because they're still putting on their gimmick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and and that was like the weirdest thing about the Charlotte Flair match, which was a good match, but uh, who who, who did she wrestle? Reba, Reba, whatever her name is, she was like screaming over the top of her lungs. It was like getting uncomfortable. We're like, okay, you're you're like overselling it now. There's no one in the crowd, so like we I, hear everything. I thought the best was yeah. when Becky Lynch. They showed her outside in a truck. Like, you showed up in a truck, lady. This isn't that. This is like you don't need it's special just, WrestleMania entrances for not. the performance center. I did and think I, the Edge Orton match. Edge, was yeah, good. I was just about to say that the Edge and Orton match was pretty good. That match was apparently taped like three weeks before the event. You just can't. It just doesn't. It sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. But they did what they did what they had to do with the capacity that they were able to work under. So you got to give yeah. them credit with that. Right. I, I give them points for creativity. And also they were right though because like that gave us 2 days of all right cool forget everything else going on I'm just going to watch this for 2 days. Yeah. But like I kind of wanted to see like Cena do like the five knuckle shuffle but with no fans, because he like you like to wait for the fans thing. <laughs> I, I want to see them taunting to nobody. It, that to me that would be entertaining. I, it's just so wild. Whatever they also anyway. released like ninety percent of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well they cut like a bunch of. The best is the people that they cut. Like I said this to my friend. I'm like, why don't you cut guys like Roman Reigns who can't be there anyway? Just be like, hey, we're gonna give you a health plan. To make sure you stay healthy in a in a conversation, well, but we're quote unquote quote, Brock cutting Lesnar right. Who you're not going to see till somebody fucking <laughs> cares about Brock Lesnar anymore. You know that it was said that so they had the thing on Brock Lesnar recently on the network, the ruthless aggression thing, and which uh, was good by the way. Which every one of them was really yeah. good, and one of them I, was about Brock. yeah. I, Right. I watched the Evolution one and I watched the Cena one, where they were on, uh, they were on FS1 I think the other day. Um, FS. I think it was FS2. But anyway, um, yeah. So on the Bronco one, it was very like how he was always him. It was him, 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 and you know, traveling was his own. He got his own as soon as he got his first big payday. The first thing he bought was a private jet, so he didn't have to travel with anybody, and all that stuff, right? And now they're saying, like, he's the one who went to Vince and Heyman and said, hey, Drew McIntyre needs to get credit. We need to start pushing this guy. He wanted to lose to Drew McIntyre. So, like, apparently he's having more say in the back now and helping more of the younger guys now. But you've been noticing that with the last couple of paper, uh, WrestleManias, at least. Right, he's been losing a couple. He hasn't been, like, winning them as much. I don't care. He's just 
useless. Yeah. I didn't even know well, Kurt Angle still worked for them. They fired him. Who? Kurt Angle. I was kind of. Oh bummed. yeah. <laughs> I was bummed about Ryder and uh, my on um, Hawkins because they're local guys. But other than yeah. that, I was you know why up. they did it though, right? Why oh, they're for doing sure. this all now? For sure. AEW sure. recorded all the way until July. So everything you see AEW is not going to go live again until they're already saying could be July, maybe even later, because they're not going to be making any money with none of the income. Mm-hmm. But, which the Jaguar owner owns, and if they trade this guy away, then, you know, who knows, maybe they'll have some more money. But anyway, um, it was the same thing with the Revival, who got released a couple of weeks prior. They said that they weren't released till then because once a WWE superstar gets released, it's 90 days from that day from when they're allowed to work again for anybody. It's in their contracts. So basically what they did was prevent AEW from grabbing them right now because they know that they can be like, hey, well, there's a pandemic and I need money type of thing. Mm-hmm. So now when this is all over, what WWE's hoping is July, they're going to re-sign half of these guys. Before AEW yeah, even gets so. to them. When, when they think they can get fans back kind of thing. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and also and with, the NXT. With... But the NXT guys, by the way, real quick, the NXT guys, like the younger guys, the guys who really weren't making money, they're going to be allowed to go do independence after 30 days. So they'll be able to go get work and stuff like that if things like start getting better for independence. But there are no independent shows because there's you're not allowed to have groups of people more than 10. <laughs> yeah, but there's like... Like, New Japan is still going I'm, on. I'm, I'm sure Florida will make a rule. Florida is... Florida Stupid is called WWE fuck. Essential. Yeah. Yeah, Florida's dumb. So Anyway. It's enough about the let's, coronavirus. Let's, let's get to our top ten picks and our greatest stress memories. The s Podcast Channel. The perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. So, first overall, Bengals. I we're mean, I, I think it's... We're on agreement Joe's, Joe is going first. Yep. Joe Exotic. I, Joe Exotic with the first pick. Exactly. The Tiger King is going first. Uh... It's crazy that he's going to be a Bengal and like they're going to they have to take full advantage of it, right? Yeah. Vin, have you watched yet? I I'm not watching. Okay. No, okay. you got, you got to. I watched the I'm, first nope, 3 episodes. Nope. Still in it. Vin and I we're in this together, Vin. I am not. We're all I, in this. Sorry. Well, you guys, you're missing out. It's just crazy. It's it's crazy. I've I've watched the first three episodes. I haven't watched it in two weeks, but people keep telling me to watch it, and I'm just like, nope. I I know everything now. Carol Baskin killed her husband. (laughs) Allegedly. Tigers with venom. There's a guy named Jeff Lowe who dresses weird. There's a guy on a speeder, in the water who looks funny. That's it. Like I don't I don't need to know anything else. I got the memes. I'm good. And it's. It's honestly, I would have watched it if it's Netflix's fault. Because every time I watched the movie, it told me to watch it next, and I'm like, no, I'm. <laughs> if, if you're telling me to do something, I'm not gonna do it, Netflix. All right, which one of you have downloaded TikTok? No, I already, I have, I have. I, I, I didn't do it. I can't. I won't do it. No, I'm officially, Until... I'm, I'm officially that 
I'm I'm pissed it's Prime. I if if unless we start getting videos of Vin doing all these dances, I'm not downloading it. I <laughs> I'm definitely why, not. Gonna... Why why did you download TikTok? Vin? I cuz I thought some of the, I I had it downloaded a while ago cuz I thought some of them like a couple of the the trends were funny. And then like the flick the switch thing happened like, like the past month right. and that was funny so I that downloaded the, the Right. So I watched like those some of the barstool people have been on so I like watched some of theirs. But they post all That's... of them on social media and you can watch them for I know. right there. Yeah. I know. They post most of them on Twitter. But like I I don't go on the app that much, but it's I have it downloaded. It's on my phone. We need Vin to start dancing. I'm sending you guys <laughs> a video I sent to the my my recruiter from work the other day that you guys can watch later later it's called the five stages of tiktok <laughs> yeah i, I, I want to know what I stage you're on vin i don't know anything <laughs> about tiktok i just yep i neither find did this guy entertaining neither sometimes. did this guy anyway <laughs> moving on Go visit i vin think at work and he's tiktoking in the middle of the aisle I mean, I could see it happening. <laughs> Work is a weird place right now. Let me tell you, I, this is a this is a tangent. So I, I had said earlier that I went in today to try to go to work, and they told me to go home. But there are no customers. We're shut down to customers. <laughs> what? So, yes, there are no customers. So you have to order everything you want to buy. You have to order it online, and like say you yeah say you want you pick it up because that's a service we offer regardless. You could buy things online. Right, right, right. The pick store. up the store. Yeah. Right, so now you have everything you want to buy. You have to do that, and then we moved a bunch of like steel beams and stuff to one side of the building, and it's just everybody's orders are stacked up, and you have to come to the side door and tell us your name, and somebody goes and gets your order and brings it out. But like, I had to go walk to go talk to my boss in his office, and it's just like a it's an eerie feeling. There's just no one around. It's just like associates with shopbacks cleaning. And people getting mur- like pulling orders and stuff. It's it's very, it's a very strange feeling at, at the Home Depot. All right, now. That but I'm looking forward that... to getting back to getting back to work and, and not having to do much. Um, all right, now that we got all that out of the way, um, right. stay tuned. Stay tuned for Vin dancing on TikTok soon. For uh... sure, <laughs> I might flick the switch. <laughs> so, number two. I think we're all in agreement. I hope. It's got to be. It's got to be. It has got to be Chase Young. Has to. If From not, then the wow. Ohio State University. It, uh, does it, okay, what are the percentage chance they go quarterback? Zero. Like, what, it's zero? It, it has to be close to zero. but I, You have to be to close to zero because you're getting a new it. coach this year. You have a new coach this year. You're going to let Haskin play. And then you can go. You there's actually like four or five quarterbacks coming out next year. They should assign Teddy. That they, would make. They sense. should look to sign Winston. Yeah, Cam. Or no, Winston. not Cam. Because yeah. you bring in Cam, he's a starter. You bring in Winston, you can at least say, "All right, we signed Winston for a year, and he's just here to fight for the job." Well, he's gonna. He would. He's better than Haskins. Both. I mean, you you gotta watch watch Haskins. He stinks. Oh yeah, no, hundred yeah, percent. But oh, yeah, but I say that if you sign Cam, he's your starter. You can't sign Cam not to Cam. Yeah, and not Cam, going to a that's place a multi-year thing. If if you do get Chase Young, Chase Young to that already very already good defensive line, 
you, you can get something going and maybe just maybe just maybe you can get something going with with that defense because you still have AP and I don't know. I I mean they're anemic, but whatever. We we're we're moving on. All right, here's much. the one. Here's the interesting one. Here we go. After you guys, the Lions at three. All right, who are they drafting, or who are they trading with? I could see. See, I, the trade is is weird, because if you're gonna trade to this spot, you're trading up to get one of the quarterbacks, but the Giants aren't taking a quarterback. So, to me, and I don't think the Lions are you, either. I think Matt Stafford's still got a few years left. Okay, I, so who are you drafting then? I don't know. Their their defense is just always so bad. Their whole team is always so bad. I know. And if you're gonna, <laughs> I'm going offensive lineman. Whoever you think they think the best offensive lineman what? is, that's you. I they oh. need listen. Matt Stafford can't. I don't know. That's not bad. I'm being selfish, and I hope it's Isaiah Simmons, so I don't feel terrible when we don't get him. Uh, I'll I'll say if they if they don't make a trade, I think they're gonna take Isaiah Simmons. I forgot about Patricia. They're gonna go defense. I forgot they have Patricia as their coach. I don't know that should have popped into my head. He's still so yeah, I, yeah, he's still yeah, coach. magically. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. Then I'm going. Uh, not the cornerback. What, what's the cornerback's name, Danny? Kuda? Yeah, him. I'm going him. They did trade Sly. Yeah, so yeah, they, they did. They him. did. Like I said, I was, I'm being selfish. <laughs> sure. All right. I'm going to say Herbert goes here to the Lions. Uh, they're going to surprise everybody because they're going to say th- he's going to come in and sit behind Stafford for the year. It's definitely an option, but I don't. But I think they're Herbert's not more sitting ready. him at four. Yeah, they're not right. sitting him, taking him at four. I at think three. if they're going to take somebody at, th- at three, you go Tua. I mean three, I'm sorry. In case of it, cause to, to make sure he's healthy, and then you figure out Matt Stafford later. I, I don't think Stafford has many. He hit, gets hit way too often to have many a couple years I mean, left. That's their it. fault. <laughs> that's exactly. But I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say they're going to surprise people and take Herbert. They're also terrible at drafting, so that's another reason why they could take Herbert. I feel bad for Matt Stafford because he should be. Matt Stafford is probably the best quarterback quarterback that we've seen that will never win anything. He's the best. No, he's the best quarterback that you aren't going to win a Super Bowl with, I think. Right. He He could be our Jim Kelly. Probably it's possible. Like, granted, Jim Kelly went to Super Bowls and all that stuff, but yeah. But if you put Matt Stafford on the Patriots right now, are they a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Yes. Probably. (laughs) I've seen him screw up too many times. That's the problem. I in my head is it really screwing up or the Lions so inept? It's it's the Lions screwing up, but he's wearing the uniform, and then they just fuck up. Think about this. Think about he had the he had, he had arguably yeah. one of the greatest receivers of all time on his team for yep. seven, eight 
maybe 10 years, right? Long enough. Yeah, long enough, while. right? If you put an offensive line there and give him longer to throw the ball to Calvin Johnson, that team's winning. It's that That's a winning team. They I don't know. They never drafted. They drafted Charles Rogers, Roy Williams, just, and Calvin Johnson three years in a row. They had so Charles many. Charles Rogers op- was on that list, by the way, of wide receivers since 2000. That's a bust. They had so many opportunities. They were. I'll never forget this. And this is just Jim Schwartz is, was a bad coach. <laughs> Part of it is Jim Schwartz's fault. They were five and three, and they beat the shit out of us on Thanksgiving, the year Rogers broke his collarbone, and somehow we still won the division because they just collapsed. <laughs> and like, it's just I just I keep thinking about how many I, I they, we've played them the last week of the season like twice for a playoff spot, and I've never got worried ever in my life. Just they're never – I've seen too many bad Lion teams to not like not think Matt Stafford is just – he can't – but he's not the problem. You're right. But I, it's still but connected I can, in my but head. But I can see lose. them being that team that takes somebody like Herbert and says, we're just about done with Stafford. Because they right. said that they were looking to get rid of him. They were looking to trade him. I know contracts Nobody. in the NFL don't mean anything, but what's his contract looking like? A billion dollars. I know he got a big one, but I don't know how much time is left on it. And obviously, it's like not I much said, here. I got it right here. He we has, know contracts don't matter. He's got this year. He's got a cap hit of twenty-one, and then an out at the end of the year with three years left. Okay, so he has an out that they. They would have like nineteen million in dead cap, though. That's a lot. But he's also thirty-three million in cap space next year. Yeah, I mean, he was still good. I mean, I know he got hurt last year, but two years ago uh, he was decent. He also, he also gets. He already got paid on. Ah, for his um, last year, he got paid a. Roster bonus for this year. He's going to be the ultimate backup quarterback. He's going to he's going to have a Nick Foles like year where somebody gets hurt and he comes in and like leads them to an NFC Championship game. At some point, I, I have a feeling that's going. To, yes, I, he's going to go back somebody up. Well, he's still a lion. I, after I'm saying next year when when he leaves the Lions, maybe two years. Anyway, let's move on to the Giants. All right, Danny, you go first on this one. All right. Um, I think it's going to be Dredrick Willis uh, out of Alabama, tackle. I'm, I'm, um, going, I'm going the same route. Main reason is our, offen- our, our assistant offensive line coach was Bama's offensive line coach. Yep, that's part of it. I think the, um, the trust of the communication of... Uh, Saban. Judge Saban was Judge. Also, for whatever reason, Andrew Thomas is falling on the list. We, he also had connections with Kirby Smart. So, whatever. Uh, I just think Jedrick Willis, he's been popping up more, more as the days are going on. And I, I see the Giants strapping him to play the right tackle and see what happens with the final year of... Uh, Nate Solder, and hopefully maybe something happens with left tackle. But Jedrick Williams is a plug-and-play, ready-to-go right tackle, and I have no problems with this draft pick. 
I'm going Isaiah Simmons. Which I, I will that, also obviously take. I think take that's the pick. Problem. I think that's the pick. Um, I've been doing mock. Well, I'm been doing they mock just, drafts. Um, yeah, they just the signed team. Blake, but I think that's the pick. Uh, it's okay because you'll have him next to Blake uh, Conley, who was good for the first couple of games as a rookie. So you gotta hopefully he plays well, but and comes back healthy. But obviously Simmons is gonna be playing over him but like i was gonna say earlier um me doing mock drafts for the giants the last couple days slash weeks i've done i've done pretty much all the offensive linemen and i've done simmons and i feel that every time i picked offensive linemen i wasn't having to be like okay i have to chase a pick after taking simmons Opposed to when I was taking Simmons, I'd be like, oh, crap. I definitely have to take an offensive lineman at any position in the second and third round. Uh, but when I would take a offensive lineman, I would be able to get a pass rusher or a middle linebacker in the second round to justify, okay, he's not Isaiah Simmons, but he could definitely be a plug-and-play guy for that defense, and we'll see what happens to that right. situation. And like we mentioned also, I also would like the idea of going offensive lineman the first two rounds, like me and Steve mentioned. That kid from uh, Ruiz from Michigan would be ideal, and a couple other guard slash centers that I would would not mind in the mid rounds. I keep seeing this guy from Iowa in the first. Well, yeah, he's also been there. Worse, Worse yeah. has been there a lot. Um, I I just think with the Alabama connection, I think. Well, right, that makes more sense. Big guy. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to say we're all in agreement here with Miami. Tua. They wanted to tank for Tua, so here's their chance I, I, to finally get it. I say quarterback. I don't know. Who mm. else is there? Herbert. I think Herbert oh, yeah, you have can Herbert. go. I think, I think Tua is the pick, but it could be Herbert. But I, I, I would, I'm gonna say two. it would be a huge curveball. Listen, if they if they wanted a flip with the Lions, they can offer Rosen again. Yeah, he's young. So shit. He's somebody can. He he would be the best backup option they probably ever have. Yeah. Even though they love the kid out of Purdue. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, like I said, I don't think if somebody's trading up, I think it's to the Giants because you're not going to go up to the Lions because I don't think the Lions taking a quarterback. So, like you, yeah, I mean, I don't see what you think you do. Really, you don't. The Giants. That, that's what I'm saying. If you're if you're somebody trading up. You're getting ahead of the Dolphins. If the Dolphins are staying where they are, they're staying where they are. Somebody's trading with the Giants, I think. That's the pick where you go if you want one of the quarterbacks. Because the Dolphins are the next team that's going to take one. Right. So where are you and going? Because the Chargers. Already... Right? They I mean, have the Chargers. I think the Chargers have their one-year stopgap. I think they may even plan on taking tanking. But Bye, Rod. Is a stopgap. I, I, yeah, Tyrod's stopgap. Listen, Tyrod 
went to the playoffs with the stupid Bills. <laughs> like, I, Tyrod's not that bad. No, he's not. He doesn't get enough credit, but... He doesn't play enough. When yeah. he plays, he's there. I could see the... I could see the Chargers going Herbert, though. Yeah, that was going to be my pick with the Chargers. West Coast we're guy. Did we jump somebody? No, the Chargers. Six is the right Chargers. I have, I have yeah. Simmons going to the Chargers. I'm, I'm, t- I'm going Herbert to the Chargers and Tua to the, to the Dolphins. Yeah. And then who's after? It's Carolina. Carolina. So, so, right now, usually I've seen Isaiah Simmons falling to them. More cases than not. Mm -hmm. Um, Since I went different with the uh, Simmons going at three, I'm going to have them going, getting Akuda, the best cornerback on the draft. I said Derek Brown from Auburn. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Because they signed... um... Uh, McCoy. So. Gerald? Gerald McCoy? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Derek Brown, too. I think that's the pick. If they don't go quarterback. I mean, if they don't go, yeah, quarterback. I said Akua to Arizona. At eight. Okay. Put him on the, put him on the, let him and Patrick Peterson. Play I on think the size uh, of each other. I think, so the Cardinals. I'm going best offensive lineman on the on the board. Maybe the Bama guy goes here. They've um, they've resigned they their entire. But they, they need somebody to block for Kyler. But they love their offensive line already. They like resigned everybody. Apparently, I was reading about them earlier. Um, I was on the same page with uh, Vin, but I'm going to have them going Tristan Wiffs since I think the Giants okay. are going to draft Willis. We're just flipping there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said the other corner, C.J. Henderson to Jacksonville. Jacksonville never picks correctly, so it really doesn't matter who they pick. Jacksonville's interesting. Um, yeah. They can go basically anything. Um, I have them going Derek Brown because he's the best guy on the board. Derek Brown with the Auburn guy. Yep. You uh, guys had that. You you guys had him for Carolina. So. Right. Right. And then I probably I probably go the best like. Not a lot of. There's another edge rusher. Um. That I probably think might go to Jacksonville just because they have to replace Gakwe that they're getting rid of. But maybe they go tackle too because they have to. I mean, are they stick? Are we sticking with what's his name? Gardner Minshew. Yeah, as a right, as a right now. Yeah, I mean, then they need somebody to protect him. The Browns definitely. Best offense. I mean, I'm gonna go Beckton, the guy who keeps dropping. Yeah, the guy who failed the drug test. Yeah, that's I'm going him. Yeah, for the that Browns. would be the Browns. That's just the Browns. Yeah, exactly. It's a Browns pick. Now the but only like, scenario I they, see here is somebody trading up here to start the receivers. 
That definitely could happen. I could if see... We, if we don't do trades, I could see the uh, best offensive alignment, or like you mentioned before, Steve, uh, the C.D. Lamb connection with uh, Baker. But I, that's it seems like a little bit more of a stretch unless they do, in fact, trade OBJ, which can go either way at this moment. I'm going to say, yeah. Lyman or, like, maybe Denver jumps over everybody from 15. And that's 15. been rumored. Denver has been looking. Philly been also. Loving. Philly Philly's wants they want, right. Philly wants to move to, up. They want one of the wideouts. Right. So, I, but you got to remember, with those two teams, if they do not get one of those, they can get to definitely get Jefferson from LSU. Right. Who's as good as both these guys, but for whatever reason... You know what is really intriguing by that pick also is the Jets at 11. Mm-hmm. With so many options for them, do you are you willing to move to 10 to get the Oklahoma receiver to prevent the Jets from getting it? Or the whoever, the best available player at that time, do you call Cleveland and be like, hey, we're giving you everything we can to get in front of the Jets before they take the guy we want? You know, putting the Jets at, at 11 is that makes that draft pick better looking for the Browns to trade. Depending on who's available there. Yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen before that like maybe like teams trade up because they think someone else is going to trade up. So like the Jets or even Oakland because they want, you know, they want Lamb or they want Judy. They want the guy they want. Well, who was the fastest at the combine? I don't think I. I don't know. I think it was the the Clemson guy, to be honest, Higgins. He ran like a four three, I think. When I think when did they was, release the, uh, the 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 test? <laughs> The Wonderlicks? Yeah. Wonderlick? Yeah, that, that was apparently false, the leaking of that the other day. What? Yeah, no, no, I, right. no, I didn't hear this year's. I want to hear. Oh, but apparently CD Lamb had like, oh, no, was it? No, Doug, um, Judy had like literally the worst of all time. <laughs> what? I thought it it was, what's his name? No. Have like a four? Not Marcus, Marcus, oh, Clay, Marcus oh, Claiborne. It was him and what did uh, Vince Young get? Oh, Vince Young had a bad one too. I don't oh, know. Vince I saw Young. the other day that Tua got like a ten, and then they yeah, said that it was, was that was apparently like that was fake. Yeah, that was fake. Right, yeah, which eighteen is like fine. Yeah, eighteen is like average, and you're Mar- like all right. Maurice Claiborne did a four. Oh God, yeah, that's been. So what did Young do? I would fail. I would be awful at it as well with my learning disability. So it is what yeah, it but is. It's, it's like it's like you get like a half hour to answer as many questions. Yeah, but you don't. You it's only you can't only account for questions right. Like there's no penalized thing. Con- I think that's the way. It works. On February fifteenth, two thousand eleven, the ten worst Wonderlook scores in combine history. Oh God. Akeem Nix. Got an 11. Ooh. CJ Spiller got a 10. Oy. Michael Bishop, Kansas City State quarterback, played for Sorry. the Patriots, so you guys, had a 10. 
Hold on, Jeff Do George. Do you guys remember, remember? Jeff George just oh, actually Jeff explains George a lot. So you remember when he slammed his head into the wall? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Gus Farad. Oh, sorry. Well, it? here's a good one. Sebastian Janikowski had a nine. Seabass. Seabass <laughs> I mean... was probably so drunk when he went to that. Yo, yeah, Chris yeah, Leak. Chris Leak had an eight. Chris oh. Leak. National champion, Chris Leak. Yeah, Vince put, put some Young respect to his name. Got to take it twice. The yeah, I remember the. It, I remember six. It. The second yeah, time I he remember got a fourteen. It. Yeah, Why did you get I remember to take that. it twice? I don't know. Oscar Davenport never played in the NFL. Got a six. <laughs> uh, Do you Pig remember Panther. the Madden who game? The, who is that... Pig Prather? I love it. Do you remember the Madden <laughs> game where you had to take the Wonder Lick? Yes. One yeah. of the Madden. That was so <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. By the way, here you go. The Daniel number Jones one, the worst four is the lowest that anybody's ever gotten. Four. Four is the lowest. Darren Davis was a running back at Iowa State. Yeah. Oh boy. But that is the lowest, behind Pig Panther. Can I tell you how hard it is to uh, have a franchise with Daniel Jones? And you're being Dana Jones and Madden. Oof, that's that's why I'm doing face of the franchise. Is it really? Because it's not rough, but like he, you have to basically build him up from like a 68. So it's yeah. just like, oh god, terrible. Yeah. He's like okay. I'm okay with him at a 74 right now, and I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> See, I would just run like. My my Madden strategy, I always do like fantasy drafts in Madden to do my franchise, but my strategy is always either get a good quarterback or get somebody who can run. So with him, yeah. I would just like, I would run read Oh, yeah, I've definitely, like, that's it. Him and Saquon, we're just, we're running, what was that called? The, uh, like, like, uh. Michael B. Jordan and the running back in the in the last season of uh, in, in Friday Night. Yo, we're running the, we're running the lion. The we're running the lion. I'm yeah. telling you now. So watch, let's let's finish watch. let's finish our let's finish our picks after this. We did. We got we the ten. We got Jets. Yeah, oh, we, they're not oh, picking, they're not picking anybody good. They're gonna be a bust. They're, picking, they're <laughs> taking one of the receivers. They're gonna. Yeah, I, I, they're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I think they're gonna take Andrew Thomas if he's still on the board. I'm going Jerry Judy. I said Judy if they used to on the board. And the Packers, no one's going to be awake for, so it doesn't matter anyway. Packers, I'm they're going to finally get Vince Dream, and Vince Dream, and they're going to get a wide receiver. Packers are going to, there's Packers so are going many of to keep Vin up until their pick and trade out of the first round. There's they so always many. do that. <laughs> always. There's... They did it, Steven. Uh, this is a, we can get into our draft stories a little bit, but they did it. The weekend we went to DC was the was the in 2017. We I stayed up with the we obviously we were watching the game, but I got home in time to watch us pick and they traded out and drafted Kevin King and then the first in the second round the next day. <laughs> right, I remember that. Um, but yeah, they're gonna trade out. Of it. They're gonna keep you up and trade out of it probably. You would think that if you're doing it this way, it should go pretty quickly, right? You would think, but you, wait, they I gotta. Mean, they have to get commercials. And are everything. they still doing yeah. same time frames and all that stuff? I would assume. Like, like, I, I think. Are, but are they doing like draft rooms, or then that's not allowed? Right, it's too many people. 
No, they're all individually. Yeah. I guess you could put your GM and your head coach in one room, can't you? Right. Like you just get them in. That that you can do. Like just put them on opposite sides of the of the big table. Even though Governor Cuomo the other day posted a picture of his family dinner and they're all sitting basically on top of each other. Well, he's <laughs> important enough to get tested whenever they Anyway. Well, his brother and sister-in-law both have it. He had it, didn't he? His brother brother on CNN had it. And then he was finally feeling better and they had, and, and, um, the governor was a guest the other day and he goes, Hey, before we get into what you want to talk about, how are you feeling? You don't look okay. And like called him out on air. So he was like, well, we had a really rough night because my wife has it. Well, okay. tomorrow's going to be fun. Mayor, uh, Governor Cuomo is going to be with Donald Trump tomorrow. Yeah, Jeez. let's go. <laughs> oh, Non-politically goodness. speaking, but yeah. Oh, Get your Jesus. Twitter fingers ready to go for Rip that. each other's heads off. Yo, are they going to be in the same room? or? We need a, we need a <laughs> brawl. That's WrestleMania right there, man. Yeah, so that should be fun. Does Biden uh, know anyway, that the election? I'll take I'll yet? take the Italian. I'll take the the sassy Italian. For sure, for sure. Do we sure. know if uh, Biden even knows what day of the week it is yet? Hold on. Just saying. I mean, does anybody know what day of the week it is? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not Cuomo mentions it on every press conference, apparently. Well, I mean, he's just doing that to make sure people, you know, <laughs> yeah, remind right. himself. Anyway, um, no politics. No politics. Stick to sports. Hashtag. Um. <laughs> all right. Draft moment that you recall growing up. I feel like Danny talked about it recently. Yeah, my yeah, I was just my mine is without a doubt that singly because it was my favorite player growing up. Slash, why uh, family like basically what we joked about today um, about the chances of my wife delivering on draft night. Uh, it would go right next to that. Um, yeah, it would be uh, the 04 draft. It was Eli Manning and my brother's confirmation day. So we finish up in church. That was when the draft was on Saturdays. Um, finish up in time. I go, let's go home before the draft really starts. Let's get it cooking. I got home literally just as the Giants are about to draft. I go, who the hell is Philip Rivers? I haven't seen them talk about him at all. Where the hell is Eli? Eli, Eli, Eli. Five minutes, 10, 15 minutes later, the Giants official. They get Eli Manning. Everybody's all excited. Go back to uh, celebrating my brother's confirmation. That's that's my greatest draft day memory. My, that was the same draft for me. Um, I remember I was sitting at home, and they drafted Eli one, and the Giants drafted Rivers, and I remember I went out to like play hockey in the street for a couple hours and i remember coming home and dad being like so what do we know about eli manning i was like i don't know the chargers drafted him he's supposed to be good he's paid his brother he's like but we traded for him i'm like oh before vin goes i have an honorable honorable mention after you finish the as well but yeah that was my that was my biggest draft memory and also when we drafted evan ingram i was cursing a little bit but we won't talk about <laughs> that because I, as I remember, I was on Twitter. That was the year. That was one of the years that it got leaked onto Twitter first. And I walked out of my room in disgust. And my dad goes, "What's wrong?" I was like, "We took a stupid tight end." 
We took Eli's college guy. <laughs> so, my honorable mention before Vin goes um, was the 05 draft, the year after Eli, because uh, we didn't have any first round draft picks because obviously all the trades with the Chargers. But the third round pick was the third or fourth, whatever round Justin Tuck was drafted in. I. We were going on a family vacation during spring break, my senior year of high school. We went to uh, Myrtle Beach, and I got to the hotel room just in time to put on the draft. Just It always works out that right before the Giants pick, I get to the TV. I don't know how that happens. It just works out for me. And I go, oh, God, Justin Tuck's on the board. Obviously, Notre Dame connection. I've obviously loved Justin Tuck since Notre Dame. I go, oh, God, we have to get Justin Tuck. We have to get Justin Tuck. Sure, long and behold, Justin Tuck got drafted by the Giants, and that was my, holy crap, I just drove from New York all the way to North Carolina and got to see the Giants draft Justin Tuck. It's awesome. And I get to enjoy the rest of my vacation. See you later, kind of thing. Those were my two, like, wow, awesome moments. Um, yeah, I mean, we were joking about it before, obviously, with me saying that I can't stay up for the picks. But, like, in my adult life, since I've been watching football, this is, like, really 2003, 2004 is when I started. We've missed the playoffs, like, four times. So it's always a late pick. And it's always, like, again, I said, I'm not a huge college guy. I don't know. Like, I know the big guys, and that's about it. So it's – I never, like, know much about the people that were drafting. Um, this the, the first time – that was especially the case was in so the my first real draft memory like in general 2005 we are actually bad for once the first time they ever missed the, the first time they missed the playoffs like that I could remember and I went to work with my dad in the city at the time and it was Saturday draft day and he was like I'll drop you off at Radio City if you want I was like this is 2006 so I'm 15 He's like, I'll drop you over Radio City. I'll give you money. You can, you know, they let people in. Whatever. You just gotta wait. I chickened out. I didn't go. See, that was AJ the Hill. one. That was the one thing I missed out. Like I always wanted to do, but you gotta like camp out for like days right. to even get any sort of a thing. And then one year, me and Steve, like, we're like, eh, let's just do it like in the second or th- second day because that's when it was only two days. Yeah, it'll be boring as hell, but we can say we did it. We just chickened out and watched it. Right. It's like he's an electrician, so he has to be in the city at 6 a.m., right? Yeah. So we. So were, you would have had a good chance. Right. I was, he was going to drop me off before he went, whatever, money, and then and he would just pick me up afterwards. I didn't do it. That was also the year they um, – it was uh, Reggie Bush and Clowney. Not Clowney. What's the hell's his uh, name? Mario, Mario Williams. So, like, that stuck in my head because it was the first time I'm, like, one of the really only times that, like, the Texans signed him to a contract before the draft. That doesn't happen anymore. Right. But they signed Mario Williams, like, that morning. And it was, like, it, it came out. Uh, the next year that we drafted Justin Harrell, Justin Harrell's defensive tackle. He went to Tennessee. He literally, I'm looking at his stats, played 14 games and had zero sacks. So, just the worst. And at a time, I was like, who in the F is this guy? And I was right. And then, since then, it's been boring defensive tackles and not much. I don't know if I said this on air, but I mentioned this. I said it before. 
Um, we took haha, and for literally, I went to work the next day, and people were just yelling haha at me, like all day. I remember doing that to you as well. Yeah, so like that was funny, but drafts are always a little anticlimactic for me. Alrighty, so anything for you guys to plug? Anything uh, my my I finally finished my top ten giant games that I've attended, so. Read that, read and comment and like it, and we'll talk about it if you ever want to talk about it. Vincent? Um, nothing to, uh, I mean, nothing at the moment. I did write a, was it a Mets article? Yeah, it was yeah. a Mets article. It was a Mets article. About how they're all, they've all officially yeah. gone under. I went, yeah, I basically went through the, the, uh, the big five. Um, you yes. could go back and read that if you want. Um, probably do a little bit of a write up about whoever with the drafts, whoever we pick. Hopefully it's somebody. Um, you know, hopefully it's a fucking wide receiver. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> and thank you. So I want to just give a shout out to all the essential workers and hospital workers. And for sure, for yep. sure. it's a crazy time and. Uh, know so thank you to all those people all right cool so with that being said um we will try and get another article another uh show in possibly after the draft over the weekend depending on uh danny yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah let's yeah let's 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 enjoy the draft we're, we're gonna enjoy the draft sports. We were trying to figure out how to do some sort of live one, but with everybody. But uh, yeah, that's not happening. With, yeah, with stupid Packers have to draft on, too late. Yeah, stupid Packers have to draft too late. The Giants have to draft too early, and then the Jets are the Jets. So it's like yeah, a lot but, of filling. Don't don't feel like waiting for Vin for five hours on. For us and, to, then, and also there's for no us sports. to trade out they're gonna there's trade al- out there's also no sports so i actually want to sit there and like enjoy it enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. right so basically like it would have been great if there was a mech game on for us to enjoy until the packers went but you know yeah, yeah they, they yeah also if you haven't listened to howie rose on the you gotta believe podcast yes stop what you're doing and go listen Harry Rose is a underratedly funny guy, which we all know. But like, he's been he's been five for five on uh, Twitter. He's been must follow, which we it, all knew. It, which we all knew. Right. About. If if you listen to and love Met games, you know that that Howie is sarcastically funny. Yeah. And talks about Dennis Cook a lot. I mean, <laughs> the Dennis Cook stories just never end. <laughs> What was that game like fourteen nothing or something? I, uh, it was up there. We I think we scored eleven runs in one inning. Right. Uh, it was like it was like twelve to one, and then for anybody who doesn't know this story, Stephen and I went to a Met game. We scored eleven runs in like the third inning, and then we left early because it was I don't know eleven Friday. It was like a Friday night. To, yeah, it was like twelve to two, and there was no reason to be there anymore. And we left, and it, Howie Rose probably told an entire length of the drive home story about Dennis cook and him getting brought into a game by Bobby V 
and just to intentionally walk somebody and then got taken out and there was an argument and he just went on for a half an hour about Dennis Cook the whole drive home. We were in the parking lot and all of a sudden we were back at our cars, like at back at Steven's job where our cars were. Like, he's still telling this fucking story. And a little side note on it, it was the year the Jets, the the Buccaneers drafted the kicker in the second round. It was the second the Jets, night. It was draft weekend. And the, and the Jets took your um the Penn State your guy, favorite, Steven. Yeah. The Penn State Christian guy. Hackenberg. And I started hysterical laughing at Devin because they took yeah. him. Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> and the guy never what got to play a game. boss that guy was. <laughs> Speaking of draft stories, there you go. There's another draft story. <laughs> Christian Hackenberg. Yes, that was the year we drafted Sterling Shepard, and I was pumped. Alrighty. With hey. that being said... Everybody enjoy the NFL draft. Stay safe out there. Every single person. Go on. Come on,